Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany here with Midwest Performance and on today's show of the Coffee with MP show, we're talking with Roshni about you, your food, and your emotions. We're Midwest Performance. We're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action and work hard to make a physical impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests to the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany. We're back with another episode of the Coffee with MP show. And today we have a really special guest with us. Um, Roshni is here and I'm going to let Roshni kind of introduce herself and her title, what she does and kind of the topic that we're going to be talking about today. So Roshni, why don't you go ahead and tell our audience about yourself and what you do? Okay. Hi guys. Um, I'm Roshni. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor, the long title, um, which what that basically means is I'm a therapist and I work pretty predominantly with eating disorders, emotional eating, um, and I think that's why I'm here today is to kind of talk about why we choose to eat what we eat um, and how that actually helps us to regulate our emotions because I don't think a lot of us understand that, Mm -hmm. uh, myself included, is that emotions do impact what we eat and Mm -hmm. vice versa. Absolutely. So I think I want to dive right into this, Roshni, and I think this is a really important topic, and I'm so glad that you're here to talk about this today. I think this is going to be a really great one because, like I was telling you pre-episode, is I think there's a lot of women here that struggle with this that maybe we don't know about, and so I'm hoping that this will touch them in one way or another. So first, let's start with like the definition of emotional eating and what like that actually looks like clinically. Okay. So clinically, the best way I can break it down without sounding too formal, right? Mm -hmm. Is that if we're choosing to go to food for anything, if I'm feeling depressed or anxious or, um, you know, overly worked up or frustrated and I turn to food as an outlet and then usually feel kind of upset or guilty or frustrated even Mm -hmm. after the fact that I ate or I ate too much Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not really thinking rationally is usually the definition of like overeating or Mm -hmm. clinically eating due to, you know, emotions, right. if that makes yeah. sense. Which is crazy because it's like you think you're going to eat and it's going to make you feel better and sure. then it just ends up making you feel worse, Sure, which is so wild that yeah. even there's so many people that still do it. And mm-hmm. it's not, you know, some people out there who maybe aren't educated on what emotional eating is or maybe aren't educated on whether they have it or not Absolutely. think like, how come I just can't get over this? How Absolutely. come I just can't get better? It's a cycle, right? Yeah. It's definitely mm-hmm. a cycle. And I think that we kind of as a society set ourselves Mm up. Um, I know we were talking about this before is Mm -hmm. that, you know, we look at food as um, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And how does that not tie into our emotions feeling good or bad? Mm -hmm. Is that if I'm saying, you know, I want to clean eat and eat healthy, quote unquote, like Mm -hmm. veggies and, you know, those types of things. But um, that's going to make me feel happy and content. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the negative foods like chips or pizza or cake mm-hmm. are going to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but does that always align with actually how we're feeling? Right. Which is kind of crazy because even sometimes when you are eating super healthy after a while, you f- start to feel bad because sure. you're like irritated that you have to give up all of the stuff sure. that you really like. Sure. Right. So, and then when you feel like you want to fall off of that track and then you go eat the bad foods, it's just like a sick cycle. Sure. It really Absolutely. is like a six cycle, which is crazy. Um, So let's talk a little bit about some of the key um, 
things that you look for in sure. your patients or that you would look for in a person who may be struggling with emotional eating? That's a good, that's a good point. So I think, um, you know, the main criteria is that it's, it's too much of one thing, mm -hmm. right? So if it's, um, and flexibility, okay. the rigidity, mm -hmm. right, is what I look for. So if you told me that, okay, I only eat salads every single day of the week, mm -hmm. and then I say, okay, what if you were to put in um, a sandwich of some sort mm -hmm. for lunch instead mm -hmm. of a salad, and you said, nope, absolutely not, I can't do that. That rigidity there is mm -hmm. kind of a red flag, okay. right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's more of, it, that's what I look for okay. is, are you flexible with your dieting? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to have that, you know, piece of cake when mm -hmm. you go out mm -hmm. to a birthday party, mm -hmm. um, or have a drink or right. whatnot? Mm -hmm. Versus, um, nope, I can't do that mm -hmm. at all. I'm very um, rigid. I can't. I can't move or budge mm -hmm. from this. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Okay. I look for number two. I look for is that when you do fall off that wagon, so to speak, mm -hmm. is it binge eating? Are you eating like looking for the highest caloric sugar intake? Um, uh, things like yep. mm -hmm. I'm looking for, I'm going to eat a whole tub of ice cream okay. or mm -hmm. I'm going to eat a whole bag of cookies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I look for the extremes mm -hmm. in those. Okay. Um, but I think for us too, just generally speaking as a gym mm -hmm. and like people that I see here, you may not have, you may have those people that mm -hmm. fall on those extreme categories. But right. I think for the average woman mm -hmm. like myself, I do find myself, you know, looking at the indicators being more of I'm eating when I'm sad mm -hmm. or I'm eating when I'm anxious mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be those two extremes. Right. Does that make sense? Yep, it makes sense. And um, I think something else too that I have noticed is people who eat um, because they feel like they've done so well that now sure. they just want to, now they're rewarding themselves sure. with food, mm -hmm. which I think is part okay. of it too, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. I think that it's all spectrums, right? There's 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 really like two sure. key main triggers, like sure. you said, is the rigidity on the one side of like no flexibility Absolutely. at all. And then there's the other side of things where if you do get triggered by something, you immediately sit down with a pint of Ben and Jerry's right. in front of Netflix and that's just and that's what you it. do. And right. then the next day you wake up and you're like, I can't believe yeah. I did that. And you feel right? guilt. Yep. And I think, you know, one of the big things is for the average woman that comes into here that doesn't maybe show those two mm -hmm. spectrums, the two, you know, opposite poles is that, you know, what am I getting out of it? If mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm rewarding myself, what, like, why do I feel like I need that reward? Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. As opposed to how do I incorporate that into my daily life? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel like, Oh, this is going to make me happy because right. I worked so hard. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily. It doesn't have make to sense, that right? Way. And yeah. I think that sometimes we get a little caught up in like, if I hit a goal, then I get this. Sure. Or if I hit, you know, if I get to this size, I get this. And it shouldn't really necessarily Absolutely. be like that. And I think we talked a little bit about the nutrition program that I run here yeah. with the flexible dieting and the mm -hmm. tracking of macros because. You've just got to learn to fit it sure. all in because sure. at the end of the day, like we talked before, and I agree with you 100%, like mm -hmm. you said, diets are just, they're, they're BS. They really are. Yeah. It makes no sense. Why do you need to be on a diet? What's the point when you can have everything that you want you, in moderation? You know what's really interesting about that? I, I, just from my experience, I'm mm -hmm. not going to say this is a stat, but this is I've, I've probably worked in um, behavioral health um, for about 10 years mm -hmm. now. And my experience with eating disorders, especially our young like women that mm -hmm. come into it, are it's just doctors telling them like, hey, you need to lose a little bit of weight because mm -hmm. you're on that like spectrum of you know obesity right. or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and but they don't teach them how to do it, right? right? And mm -hmm. so they do these crash diets. They do this they go to restrictive, right? They go to Google. They go to Google. <laughs> yeah. They you know they just they buy pills. Mm -hmm. They do all these things. 
And yes, tying into your nutrition, yeah, (laughs) tying into your nutrition program, it makes complete sense because, you know, for those people that have gone to um, like boot camps or Mm -hmm. myself included, Mm -hmm. I've done this, is you lose that initial weight because you're cutting out the carb Mm -hmm. or you're cutting, like if you look at all diets on the market right Mm -hmm. now, everything cuts something out yep, absolutely completely mm-hmm. and then what happens when you get back on your regular everyday your sustainable like, diet yep yeah. your sustainable lifestyle mm-hmm. you start to gain it back mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. almost immediately so you know what i like about your program and what i've known about it and learned about it is the fact that you can incorporate fats proteins mm-hmm. you know sugars mm-hmm. that are important mm-hmm. like your body essentially craves all absolutely. these things mm-hmm. and it's necessary yep. it's just about not I this is my motto at work is that it's not how much you're eat, like it's not what you're eating it's how much of it Absolutely. you're eating 100% so agree. instead of putting foods again in categories restrictive mm-hmm. dieting it's about getting all foods right mm-hmm. does that make sense it absolutely yeah. makes sense and i think that sometimes as women and as a society we've really been taught to be restrictive sure. when all the way back to slim fast and oh, yeah. atkins absolutely. and the south beach absolutely. diet now the atkins diets now the keto diet mm-hmm. and they're you know the 30 day whole whole 30 challenge sure. and like all these different things and it's like Listen, why do you need all of this stuff when mm-hmm. you can have have your cake and eat it too? Absolutely. You just have to understand what a whole cake looks like and what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake looks, looks like. like. What a mm-hmm. serving of something looks like versus a whole bag Absolutely. of something. Absolutely. And that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to that and we call it intuitive eating, mm-hmm. right, um, in the clinical world, mm-hmm. is that when you're hungry, mm-hmm. listening to actually your body's hunger cues right. abs, as opposed to listening to the emotional cues, mm-hmm. right? So it's focusing on, okay, my stomach's growling mm-hmm. or my mouth is salivating. You know, mm-hmm. I know this sounds really weird, but we don't really sense. notice mm-hmm. these things, but maybe we should mm-hmm. instead of saying, well, my mind feels really sad right yep. now. And so I want to treat myself mm-hmm. um, instead of focusing on those things, focusing on the hunger cues, yep. I think makes mm-hmm. more sense. And so. I think that that's a learned thing. Sure. It really Absolutely. is. It's not something that you just find overnight. Cause I'll guarantee, you know, five years ago, I did not know how to do that. And now Absolutely. like even Marcia will remind me, I'll say like, I'm hungry. And she's like, okay, well, if you're really hungry, then eat. Like if that's Absolutely. what you're really feeling or am I bored? I kind of, I kind of analyze my situation situation and where I'm yeah. at and what I'm doing. Like if I'm at home on a weekend and we're watching movies and I just ate like an hour ago, but then I'm like, man, I could go for something else. I'm like, okay, wait, but I am still kind yeah. of full from earlier. So I'm really not hungry. I'm just Absolutely. bored. So like I'll do something else sure. or like go do something else or I'll grab more water or something mm-hmm. like that. But if I really am hungry, like to the point of like, okay, yeah, that's a hunger pain. Then I eat. Absolutely. And that's, you kind of have to you find have to, that distinction. You have to find that. Or if you're thirsty, like mm-hmm. people always confuse um, dehydration for mm-hmm. hunger as well mm-hmm. is that drink some water right people don't like water but there's right. all this like flavoring you can put mm-hmm. in it I put BCAs um, in mine every yeah, day yeah mm-hmm. exactly so I mean yeah drink water hydration is mm-hmm. important too yeah um, it's recognizing your hunger cues what triggers you mm-hmm. um, emotionally right, right? Mm-hmm. so if you had a bad day and you know you're gonna go and stop at wherever and pick up the biggest meal you can right probably not a good idea Mm -hmm. um address why you're doing it exactly and i think that that sometimes is so hard because we just want that instant gratification if we're feeling something and we want to get over it now Mm -hmm. we instantly want to take care of it so the first fast food restaurant we see we drive through the drive-through we eat it and then all of a sudden we feel good for a second and then you don't feel good and and then, so for me, like I shared with you earlier, I struggled sure. with bulimia and that, that's right. kind of how it was. It was like, I would eat, 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 sure. and then I would feel good. But then as soon as I ate, I would be like, okay, I got to get it out. Yeah. You know? And like, I feel like that's the same way that happens with people who emotionally eat. They yeah. like, in, they, for a second you feel good. And then like 
two minutes after you're like, okay, I should not have done that. Absolutely. Now I feel terrible. Right. Now I'm now I might as well go home and eat the whole cupboard because yeah. I just messed that up yeah. and then that happens and it's a and sick it's a cycle. cycle. Absolutely. I mean I think it goes with, you know, binge eating, restrictive eating, all of it, mm -hmm. all of any type of eating that we're talking about today goes back to the emotion, mm -hmm. right? Is that I, I never feel happy once I use food as a way to cope, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what I always, when I treat my patients, mm -hmm. it comes down to, okay, we're managing the symptomology, mm -hmm. which is the, like getting them in a structured environment mm -hmm. with food. Yep. So we're going to do three meals, three snacks a day, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever yep. they need, mm -hmm. um, working with a dietitian. Mm -hmm. But that's, ju that's just the surface. Mm -hmm. The secondary is that what emotion is that, co like, what is the food mm -hmm. dealing with? Right. So is it dealing with me feeling depressed? Mm -hmm. Is it me feeling anxious? Yep. Is it me feeling bored, mm -hmm. you know, um, overwhelmed? Whatever mm -hmm. those emotions are, mm -hmm. let's cope with them right. using actual coping mechanisms, right. like working out right. or even mm -hmm. like reading a book, walking, you know, right. journaling. Those are really good right. ways to kind of You've gotta like, You gotta go the other direction. Absolutely. And I tell my girls that too, like that I work with on the nutrition program, because not only do I do nutrition with them, but I, sure. I do a lot of mindset. And I'm not a therapist, but I've been through this yeah, stuff before. So I think it. that firsthand experience sure. knowing the things that I've done and the things that I can help them do Absolutely. is like finding a different outlet. Absolutely. Every time Absolutely. you feel, oh, I had a bad day at work. Oh, I had this. Okay. Well, you've got to find a different outlet. You've either got to read a book, go sure. for a walk, sure. play with your kids, sure. like listen to your favorite song, like go for a drive. Like you've got to it. I mean, write. I think a big part of it too is that we're not aware, mm -hmm. right? Like you said. So if you guys are the ones that are kind of like, am I in this spectrum? Mm -hmm. Is this something I'm dealing with? Start journaling your thoughts, okay. right? So put them on paper. I call it emotional log, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, on one side of the piece of paper, I write down um, what time of day it is, mm -hmm. maybe what event maybe led to this, mm -hmm. and then on the right side, the emotions that I'm feeling, okay? okay? Mm -hmm. And if you kind of start keeping track and noticing that it's a pattern, mm -hmm. then you know. Like, right. I usually I turn to food after these situations. Right. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it just kind of organizes maybe your triggers right. and you understand them a little bit That's better. a really great tool, I think, that a lot of people can take uh, to use is sure, that emotional journaling, journaling because when you write it down it becomes real and yes. like you you literally can read it on a piece sure. of paper like okay like this is weird like the yeah. last week I've been doing this and every single day it's been something. after I get home from work or mm -hmm. something you know or you know I got my son's report card or whatever the case may be but yeah. there's it could be a consistent trigger that you Absolutely. don't even you're not even aware of until you actually see it on a piece of paper yeah. which I think is crazy yeah so let's talk now that we've kind of um, talked about what emotional eating is and sure. all of the things that come with it let's talk about some real life we talked about the journaling but I want to talk about some real life things that these girls can do sure. to kind of get that flip that switch sure. flipped yeah First of all, don't feel like you have to do it alone. Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you see me and you want to approach me, mm -hmm. absolutely, I'm happy to, you know, guide you to where you might need to go. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that that's the biggest yeah. um, setback for people mm -hmm. is that they're nervous. They're nervous oh, to say anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can admit that I was nervous coming into here mm -hmm. the first day. Um, but you know, I think the biggest part is you don't ever have to do it alone. Right. There's resources, there's people, there's support groups, there's all levels of care for it. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't get diagnosed as an eating mm -hmm. disorder. Right. Patient and you're not by crazy. Any means. No, you're not crazy. There's right. no such thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's, there's none of that. Mm -hmm. So stigma out the window for a right. second. 
Um, the other thing, I think the next step is structure. Okay. I think structure and organizing your daily routine is mm -hmm. really, really important. We're creatures of habit. Absolutely. So if you're trying to change a habit, just like you come into the gym and you work out mm -hmm. and you have your 920 class, that's a shout out to them. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> if there's, if you always go to that class, mm -hmm. then you kind of know that they're expecting you, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So same thing with your food and emotions is that you want to create a structure throughout your week. If meal prep is helpful, mm -hmm. do it on a Sunday night right. for the week. Mm -hmm. If it's um, you're, the journaling, mm -hmm. if you're starting to recognize that, you know, I need an outlet at the end of the day, yep. I need to set something up between the time I get home and giving myself an hour mm -hmm. at least to kind of unwind, journal, bubble bath, walk, yep. mm -hmm. talk to a friend, something, yep. mm -hmm. right? Um, I think it's trying to create a routine that you do it every single yeah. day. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with food. Okay. Is that you're not gonna do restrictive mm -hmm. food organization. Mm -hmm. So what we wanna do is try to incorporate, if you look at your meal plan for the week and you say, okay, I'm eating salads all week, mm -hmm. Can I change it up? Right. Can mm -hmm. I try to add a few things throughout the week and see how you mm -hmm. feel about it? Yep. Um, I think mm -hmm. structure is probably the number one um, issue with people mm -hmm. is that we try to get it, we try to do routines and then we give mm -hmm. up because we set our expectations up here. Yep. Mm -hmm. So don't try to change your whole week mm -hmm. in one day. Right. Mm -hmm. So try to do it one day at a time mm -hmm. and build up to a whole week of structure. Yeah. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Okay. You know, the crazy thing that I think makes the most sense with that is that there's a couple girls that have come in the last weekend signed up for, and signed up for to come to the gym, like be sure. members here. And what I've told them when they first come in is don't try to do all of all this of stuff at once. Sure. Just get, come to class. Just come to class. Absolutely. That's all I need you to do for the first 60 days. Mm -hmm. Just come to class and yeah. get in a routine with your class and then start working on your nutrition. Because I think what happens is we want to do everything all, all at once. Yes. We want everything to be fixed. And all of a sudden it's a giant train wreck, yes. you know, two weeks in and we're like, and, this is, can't do this. And you know what? Personally speaking, okay, I know everything about emotional eating. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm trained in it. I do it, but I'm guilty of like yeah. engaging mm -hmm. in it too, right? Mm -hmm. So the first month that I was here mm -hmm. and I spoke to Ashley, I was like, I'm not losing any weight. Hey, what's mm -hmm. going on? And mm -hmm. she's like, well, let's do your measurements. And I right. think you like, like said that to me mm -hmm. too. You were like excited about my measurements, mm -hmm. but my weight didn't change. The mm -hmm. number didn't change, mm -hmm. but that's okay. Um, and I think I realized that I couldn't do all of it at mm -hmm. once. I couldn't change my meals and start like working out four to five right. to six times a week yep. and like expect myself to mm -hmm. sustain it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think after being in it for a month is when I started to like change around food. Yep. So I noticed protein needed to be mm -hmm. added. So I mm -hmm. added a little bit of that. It is experimental, yep. right? Because mm -hmm. um, everybody needs a little bit of Absolutely. something different. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. You can't do it all at yeah. once, um, especially emotionally. Mm -hmm. If you do, you're setting yourself up to fail right? mm -hmm. um, because we all are human mm -hmm. and you know we all make mistakes. But if we keep sticking to that and saying like, well, I keep failing, mm -hmm. we're never going to want to get up and try it again, right. mm -hmm. you know, whether it's food, whether it's emotional yeah. management, whether it's the gym. I love that. Anything. I love that because I, again, I go back to the girls that I work with in nutrition yeah. and some of them fall off the wagon and sure. I'm there to be like, that's okay because life happens sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, shit happens. It does. And life gets in the way and it will always get in the way Absolutely. until you're six feet under the ground Absolutely. and you just have to learn to handle it and deal with it and know that you've got to structure sure. you can go right back to Absolutely. and you know it works every single time Absolutely. and you can't allow yourself to be ruled for the rest of your life by the oh 
I just, I, I suck at this. I'm just going to give up and quit. It's like, no, because if you continue to do that, you'll do it for the rest of your life. And that is just a bad, it's the same thing with eating. If you, if you fall off the wagon once sure. and you just give it all up, then yeah. you're just going to continue to do it all over again. You just have to give yourself absolutely. a little bit of grace. I think you're absolutely right. And it's also setting, like, be realistic with your expectations, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, Obviously, all of us want to do it all at once and mm-hmm. just kind of get it done. Mm-hmm. But is that feasible and right. maintainable? Mm-hmm. It's not. And I think that's where we crash and burn emotionally mm-hmm. is like, okay, well, I failed. Mm-hmm. But my expectation was up here to do it all mm-hmm. at once. Yep, It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Be gentle with ourselves. I think mm-hmm. that's what we forget as women too is mm-hmm. that we forget to be kind to ourselves. We mm-hmm. forget to like take care of ourselves emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what kind of strives us to do everything else mm-hmm. after that, right? Mm-hmm the food, the gym, mm-hmm. taking care of our kids, our families, all yeah. of that work, mm-hmm. that all comes secondary to like our mental health, yeah. in my mm-hmm. opinion. Absolutely. Um, that's kind of where you start. It is too. And I, and I is. think that, again, to that same point is that I've always told the girls here, you've got to make yourself a priority first. Absolutely. You have to make you a priority first because if you don't put yourself on the pedestal, there is nobody no else, else in your life will, will ever put yeah. you on that pedestal. And you won't be able to give 100% of yourself to your kids, sure. to your spouse to your work to your friends Mm -hmm. to to yourself Mm -hmm. you'll never be able to do that only because you can't put yourself on that pedestal first so that's a huge thing so um this was great i think this was really really good and i think that you're gonna this is gonna hit home for some people out there i think it really is so um where can they find you let's just say somebody wants to reach out to you and and they would like to see you speak with you where can they find you Okay, so um, I can, maybe you can link it, um, Mm -hmm. the information, Mm -hmm. but I work for Northwest Psychiatry, which is um, in South Barrington. So if you do nwpsych.us, that's our website. Okay. Um, If you come up to me here at the gym, Mm -hmm. that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll give Brittany my information. So, Mm -hmm. and I'll put out my email too, my work email. So Mm -hmm. if you guys want to shoot me an email, if that's if that's yeah. better, that's mm-hmm. totally fine as yeah. well. Because I think this is going to prompt some questions sure. and some good discussion Absolutely. from some people of like maybe diving a little bit deeper into some actual things that they can do Absolutely. or um, maybe come and sit down and like have a session with Absolutely. you and just kind of go over the things that they're feeling. Um, I always tell people, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin De La Cruz was yep. on here before um, back in February mm-hmm. and I remember sitting and talking to her because some people are like, I don't want to talk to a therapist. Yeah. I, you know, and that's everybody you you, you know sometimes what? you just like you said you can't do this yeah, alone some, you, you some things you just can't handle alone and, and that's okay and the one thing i'll say about therapy is i totally get it mm-hmm. you know um i totally get the stigma that comes to oh my gosh it's so clinical you know what i'm pretty real i'm mm-hmm. this is how i am in session yeah i'm very real i'm very myself mm-hmm. very much myself is because over the years i did start mm-hmm. off as being that therapist that's like how do you feel today? Right. And that's not me. That's mm-hmm. not who I am. Yeah. And I don't think that relates to many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try to be as real as possible. If you mm-hmm. do come up to me just remember it's going to stay between us. It's yeah. not, and it, it might not necessarily be me. I can refer you to somebody mm-hmm. that can help as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I do have a ton of resources. I have dietitians, mm-hmm. I have clinical, you know, professionals that definitely work with this and other things. So awesome feel free. Cool. Yeah. All right. With that being said, Roshi, thank you so much yeah, for coming on today. This was a great episode. I think this is going to be a really, really good one. Um, like, like Roshi said, ladies, please feel free to reach out to her, to reach out to me. Yep. If you have any questions about anything, um, we would be more than happy to help. Always know that you're not alone here. Always know that no matter what you're struggling with, no matter what you're going through, you have someone here to talk to, whether it's one of our coaches, whether it's one of our members, whether it's one of our other staff, mm-hmm. um, don't ever be afraid to come and reach out and just be like, Hey, like I could use some advice sure. or some help. We're always here to help. So with that being said, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in this week and we'll see you in the next episode.
Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts might be. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.